We're live. What's up, Nate? What up, what up? Dude, nice shirt, man. Hey. No, I don't even. <laughs> oh, shoot. What's up, guys? This is episode one of Box Lunch. Something, a little something we're, we're trying out here for fun. It's uh, lunchtime. about 1, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And I've got like half a sandwich here. I started eating before you jumped on, and I think this mic picks up a little too much chewing. Yeah. But I think I'm not going to do it because that's yeah. a little too. Dude, that's the worst, dude. Yeah. We had a call the other day, remember? No, watch this. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I don't need Wasn't that awful? <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we had, dude, we had that call the other day, and mm-hmm. it's around lunchtime. And one of our clients, just whatever reason, says, you know what? I'm going to talk. I'm going to eat my lunch during this, this no. call. No. And full on, like, just loud eater, too. Just no. talks with their mouth full. And I'm just like, dude. Was there other people on the call? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. And you're just like, dude, I can't. I can't back, do that. back in the day when I was at uh, <clears throat> Mnemonics, shout out to... Uh, Intel mnemonics. <laughs> we were in a meeting. We used to have these like 7 a.m. weekly team meetings because we had people in Italy. So I was like, we're going to meet at 7 so that I think it was like their afternoon or something. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that he used to drive from far, man, from the Bay Area, like for that meeting, decided to call in halfway into the office. Uh-huh. So he's on the bridge and He's ordering McDonald's breakfast yeah. <laughs> drive through yeah. and everybody's screaming, go on mute, go on mute. Yeah. I, I get a large coffee and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's like, I don't know, eight people on the call. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mute. So, <clears throat> this is fun. We got no format. We're just having lunch. We're just chatting. My name is Charlie Inojosa. My boy Nathan. Inaosa. Nathan Thompson. Nathan Thompson. For those of you that may have stumbled upon this podcast by accident, I apologize. Um, <laughs> we are the co-founders of Sitebox, a brand experience agency. Um, we've been homies since sixth grade, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. If we were band band nerds. Back in, uh, back in El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's the backstory. And now we're here just not caring about life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a whole lot of not caring about life. We're still waiting for someone to knock on the door and tell us, got to cut it out, guys. Yeah. Game's over. Waiter. Game's over. Gigs up. Gigs up, guys. Someone needs this space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, every time somebody walks in this office, I freak out. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I have no idea why. Like, why are you here? Yeah, it's like, like I feel like I'm in trouble or something. Like, the rent's paid. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I'm scared. Yeah, just that maybe it's all those years of being a bad employee. <laughs> That's right. What'd you have for lunch? You don't want to know. Oh, no. I went to, I've got a, 
I go to Costco and I get the the jumbo, whatever it is, in the freezer section. Like this time it was a box of uh, I don't know burritos, chicken burrito, chicken bean burritos. Like they're pre-rolled in it in the little Dude, container. Yeah, it's frozen, you know. You just microwave those bad boys. Two and a half minutes, lunch. That's not, that's not a bad idea, actually, because I don't like frozen stuff. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like they they make it there. No, right? they don't make it there. No. Oh, so it's actual frozen. It's just frozen food, dude. There's no, nothing. No, forget nothing, it. Nothing I, thought, I thought it was like Costco. You know how Chefs they package stuff sometimes? No. 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 All right. No, not that. It's the opposite. So of that. maybe I didn't want to know. No. Well, and what's crazy, I was, I was telling Ryan here that they, uh, it's they change it up, like, like the burritos I got. Like next time I go back, they're not going to have them. So it's kind of good that. They change it up, even though if I want it, I can't get it. So I don't get, I don't get too sick of it. Although mm. I've probably had that same burrito like three days in a row now. <laughs> so, you at least get variety, like chicken and no, same no? one, it's the same, same one. one. There's like a box of like fifteen of them. <laughs> mm. but, is it, what is it like ground beef? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, this is like shredded chicken or something. Chicken. Like that. I'll show you next time. That's all right. Oh, and, then this, and then I got this. Oh, oh shoot. Look at this. Two and a half pound. <laughs> Two and a half pounds of tortilla chips. <laughs> all you need is that, dude, you should just buy yourself like a jumbo pace. <laughs> you know, for a jugs. snack. Yeah. yeah. yeah just tear it up. That's fun. Yeah, Beats, um, I get in here... I don't know. Lately, I've been coming in pretty early, but I never bring lunch and it pisses me off. Yeah. I end up eating skinny pop, popcorn, uh, Lara bars, <laughs> um, and just snacking on stuff just to hold me up. Yeah. But it's, it's, not, it's not good. No. <sighs> Big ups to LaCroix, though. I got, have you had the coconut? Oh yeah, love Dude. the coconut. Yeah, I know there's a lot of, hey, lime. lemon, li- little lime. Yeah. yeah, I know there's a lot of um, controversy on Twitter around the coconut flavored Lacroix. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that that look at it a little bit sideways. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Maybe it sounds gross, mm-hmm. but I like it. Dude, I think it's a love or hate because I know Suzette hates it. <laughs> she hates it i love it i love it yeah my kids love hint but i'm too cheap man like yeah, that's i like it too i just cannot dude, it pains me to pay a dollar dude lacroix are like as cheap as water like yeah. i want to say like it's it's about the same as getting just bottled water Mm-hmm. you know and that's good Good yeah, stuff. I think I have more LaCroix in my fridge here than water, probably. Mm-hmm. Who drinks dude, water? Like, dude. coffee, LaCroix, tea. Oh, you. <laughs> and then dude. beer at and some then, point. And here's my, dude, you, should, you guys are going to think my, my desk's a wreck. But <laughs> Was that from four days ago? No, this one this morning. So I actually do a thing now, and this probably isn't environmentally friendly at all. But I have I use disposable cups here. 
What happened to the mugs? Just having mugs. They get dirty. You know, like. And someone has to wash them. Mm. See, if you're anal like I am, uh-huh. you just use a mug, and then the second you're done, you you clean it. No. I mean, I don't actually wash it. If I'm being honest. I'll uh-huh. I'll put the hot water. I mean, really hot water, mm-hmm. to make sure that it doesn't have any, you know, coffee in it. And then I get a paper towel and just yeah. try it. Yeah. But you got to do it right away. You got to. Well, you were here, and I think I had a whole bunch of coffee mugs just sitting around. Like, it just yeah, it just wasn't getting done. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I went for to those a- of you that don't know, <clears throat> or if you care, don't care, whatever. <laughs> I'm in Folsom, California. Up north, where the prison is, Johnny Cash. Folsom Prison. In uh, Sacramento County, in Nathan Redondo Beach. It's pouring, like, nasty. It was pouring all last night and this morning. How's the weather today? Uh, you know, a little... Let me see if I can get a shot out the window here. Get a sense of what I'm having to deal with out here in Southern California here. Oh, Wow. Yep. You know, it's roughing rough, it, man. It's roughing rough. it out here. It looks, I don't know. It looks like <laughs> 65 out there, man. I don't know. I know. We had two days of clouds the other day and it was driving me nuts. That is Crazy. awful. <laughs> so really speaking of, bad. speaking of uh, Folsom and Redondo Beach, it's kind of ironic that this is episode one because um, as of like, an hour ago. Uh-huh. This is probably going to be news to you a little bit, but not too much. Okay. We, we are, we're officially moving to LA. No. Yes. Dude. Not even joking. Get out of here. Yeah. Like literally as of like an hour ago. Dude. So it's kind of ironic. Episode one, sitting here in the Folsom office, you know, it's <sighs> sentimental because it's, this is where we're at all. Well, it, it it didn't start here. This is where things really got serious. You know, when we got into here, yeah, got Aaron up in here. You know, we did some stuff, uh-huh. and then set up the whole. I mean, you guys, you, whoever's on the video. I mean, I went all out and set this place up yeah. over the last few weeks, and then something changed. And <laughs> 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 circumstance changed, and dang. We're moving. Dude. But what Dude. does that mean for Sightbox? That just means that I'm going to be in a place where a place that, that operates at my speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I operate at a very high speed and Sacramento does not. <laughs> I mean, how many years have we tried to crack Sacramento? I know. You know, I know. What I mean? it's like yeah. it's been a little exhausting to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it is. I mean, even the few clients we have here, mm-hmm. we're trying. I feel like we're pushing a little hard, you know. And I don't know. It yeah. feels LA feels just feels right. And yeah, we got a well, lot of things going. I mean, we're wearing tap that app shirts. Yeah. And we were at TechStars a couple of weeks ago, chatting with those guys. You never know. You never, you never know. know. And I just want to be where the action is. That's right. That's right. And I think now too, I think we have a better idea of who we are and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And so we don't, we're not gonna, we're not gonna need to depend on <clears throat> sort of, I don't know. I, I mean, word of mouth is important for us. Obviously we get a lot of referral business, but I think we're gonna be at a point here shortly that we're gonna be pursuing our own clients, you know, mm -hmm. and, and really vetting. And so it doesn't, it's, we're, we're going to be able to do that wherever we are, you know, and more power to you to be in LA, dude. It's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. Dude. I mean, how is it that, how is it that we can even, I mean, I think about this sometimes cause I'm like, you see other companies and they work next to each other. They're like, Hey, you know, and I'm like, damn, like Charlie was here, dude. We, Oh, we wreck it. We get stuff done. Mm -hmm. So if you can get closer, man, that's going to be, it's going to be dangerous. Yeah. That's how I feel. And the girls feel, feel good about it. Yeah. They're excited. They, they're, I mean, I've been talking about moving for probably since, since we started doing this thing, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, they were always resistant Yeah, know, for whatever reason. And now they're ready. You know, we've been here 10 years. I think that's a good, that's probably the longest we've ever been in one place to be honest with you mm -hmm. and now and then they got this new they got their own show you know their own mm -hmm. little thing going and it just it's exciting for them mm -hmm. i mean to be close to be where the action is too mm -hmm. i think that's going to be important for them mm -hmm. as they pursue what they're pursuing you know mm -hmm. both my kids want to work for disney one day and what better place to be than right by it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Disney Sacramento is not hiring right no, now. No, they're not. Disney uh, Folsom Prison Disney, is not. The Disney, <laughs> Disney Folsom Office. Yeah. No. So anyways, we're... Dude. Dude, that's it's exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's a little scary, but I've done it before. It's uh -huh. just not... I don't think I've been this excited, though. Like we we moved here was for the Intel gig. Mm -hmm. That was exciting because it was stepping up. Yeah, but this is different. This is like this is us calling our own shots. Yeah, us doing our own thing mm -hmm. on our own time on our own watch mm -hmm. for ourselves in your own way. Yeah, and, I mean, what better scenario could you want? No. Yeah, exactly. Where nothing holds you back. Yeah. Imagine that. It's a beautiful thing, man. It is. See what it's a funny thing that happens when you don't care about life. <laughs> life cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. God yeah, we've been we've life. been saying we've been saying that we don't care about life since we were like thirteen or fourteen. Mm -hmm. As a metaphor for who cares? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. There is a bit that when I, you've heard that, that phrase YOLO, you know? Yeah. It's, dude, I was like, dude, we've been saying that for YOLO became a thing, you know? Oh, yeah. We're like, that's exactly it, though. But back to what you said about kind of figuring out who, what, what we're becoming and the kind of agency we want to be. How do you feel like, what, what, what's your opinion on where we're at with that? In terms of like, what are, what are we looking for and what are we trying to get our clients to do? That's a good question. I think that's well, a good talking yeah. point for episode one here. Yeah, we, you're going to wind me up though. 
So, <clears throat> you know, just a little, I mean, it's a little backstory. I mean, we've been, a lot of the clients that we typically get are looking for websites. Um, and that's not a bad thing mm -hmm. at all. In fact, what, what a website says in a lot of ways is that companies going through some level of change and they're ready to sort of make that outward statement of that change. Um, and it might be for some, it's like, Hey, we have a new product or, um, Hey, we've just, maybe it's old. Um, or maybe we're trying something new. Uh, whatever those reasons are, we sort of, it, it's a good opportunity for us as an, it has been as for an as, an, as an agency for us to sort of have a larger conversation and be like, well, what else is going on? What, what's causing this sort of change to happen that justifies, you know, the, that budget and that expense and the effort. Um, and most of the time we find out that there's something else happening, right? What is that bigger thing? And for us as an agency, it gives us an opportunity to sort of <clears throat> a little bit of upselling. If I'm being honest, it's a little bit of like, hey, what else can we help with? Uh, because it's not just going to be a website that really changes at that point. Um, there's typically a whole mess of other things. And so for us, it's been a good opportunity to have those conversations. What, what has sort of uh, come from that is some really good, like I said, some really good opportunities. But at the same time, not every client is receptive to that. Not every client we found is exactly where we want them to be, which is sort of at that place of transformation, like really being like, guys, you know, the website is, is really key because we're changing everything. Uh, for us, we're, that's, you know, we typically, the, the website comes along in that timeline, but it's not always the first thing. Um, so what we've sort of come to find out is, A, we're really good at transforming companies, right? We're really damn good at it. And while the website is a good sort of lead generation thing, it's not, it's not exactly the best, right? And so what we're sort of, sort of realizing is that we need to sort of take maybe just a broader look at what we are and what we do and really find clients who, yes, of course they want to do a new website, but that's, that's secondary to the, the larger effort of what, what's happening for their business. And to come in at a point where we're really helping as a consultant to help figure out what's best for their business, right? And the way we sort of pitch it and we talk about it is we want to transform them from a business to a brand, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of our clients are, you know, successful companies, no doubt, you know, probably on average, they're making, you know, two to 5 million a year in revenue. So they've, you know, they'll have five to 10 to, 50 employees, whatever it is. It's, we're talking as sort of mid-level size businesses. Um, but they've sort of, they've, they've carved out a niche in the marketplace. They found a level of success. But they're either very new and very nichey, and that works against them because there's typically a, a larger competitor that's out there as well that's already sort of taken over that space. So they're having to sort of, you know, be this, the smaller, nimble version of this larger thing or whatever there's a whole you know every company is different but typically we say look you know the only way you're really going to get respect and really get to where you want to be is to think as a brand and not as a business and that requires just sort of a a, a mental shift but also sort of a, a whole a whole company shift at least from the marketing side 
And so we come in and our sort of our track on this is to really not just, you know, we've, we've, we've done a bit of re-messaging for companies and stuff like that. But one of the things we really want to get into as well is, is the actual product development side of it. Um, because if we can actually affect how that product functions on some level, or even if it's a service, how that service is handled, what, how do, how do clients actually, how is it served up to them and how do they interact with it? If we can affect that in a, in a, in a way with marketing in mind, it just makes everything just run like extremely quick and better. Right. Because right. <clears throat> but what's the lofty vision for that? The stuff we always talk about that, that we want to do with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we, we talk about inspiration all the time, right? Like yeah. as an internal thing, yeah. mm-hmm. we, we want to inspire our clients, right? Like that's, that's the lofty that's version, it. I guess. Yes. yes. What does that mean? Like, what, what, what does that mean for, you know, the, the shop down the street, like you said, or, or the company down the street that's, gotten maybe to a million or two mm-hmm. or even three and and they're they're stagnant you know they mm-hmm. want to go to how do we get to five to ten right how right do, how do we become 20. a brand how do we break through this mm-hmm. and what what is it that that differentiates differentiates us partnering with them right than mm-hmm. somebody else at that point right um well, I think, like you said, it, it all has to do with the idea of, of really, ins- you know, of inspiration. And I would say this, like it's, we want to inspire the company, but what we ultimately would really want to do is inspire that company to inspire their clients, yep. right? To be inspirational on their own. Um, and there's, you know, like I said, each company is going to be different in how we do that, but it's there. And I think when, you know, with when we say inspire, a lot of the times it's like, what does that mean? You know, we're not, we're not just showing, you know, little puppy dogs and, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Gary V videos all day long. It's really about, <laughs> it's really about sort of raising the bar, pursuing something higher than what you have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like to explain it to some people that, you know, nobody, you know, doing your job and doing it on time and on budget is never news to anybody. Like that's not interesting and that's not inspiring, frankly because that's sort of what you should be doing already. You know, being inspiring is, and being a brand is about finding something larger, the end goal for that customer, what are they really trying to achieve, um, and, and really make that part of your passion as a company, right? So that it's not sort of secondary. It's not like you happen to be in this business that does this thing uh, mm-hmm. and make money at it. It's, this is your, it's sort of very purpose-driven, right? You pull some stuff out of the purpose driven life series, I'm sure, yeah. uh, you know, into this. Um, but it is, it's that sort of methodology. And cause the truth is like in this day and age, like most, 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 you know, most of the public has become really good at tuning out advertising, right? We're really good at, and everyone's very skeptical of anything they see uh, marketing wise. And so it's important to now sort of, you have to, the only way you can really combat that is with, you know, some really strong sincerity. So, hold on a second, I'm getting a call here. <laughs> nope. Decline, we're on the air right now. I know, it's funny, <laughs> I, I actually accepted the call and then I hung up. Oh, 
Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Click. It's like this. It's like this. You know, lift it up, hang it up. <laughs> I heard you. I don't want to talk to yeah. you. Um, anyway, uh, so that's sort of it. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into what, what that is because I, yeah. you know, we're being honest. We're still, we're still trying to figure it out. We know, we know, we know what it feels like because we're doing it ourselves. We're trying to figure out how to package it for others, if that makes sense. Right. And then to find That's, people. To tell that story and, and, and to, to have that emotion. Yeah. For their customers to feel the emotion. Yeah. Through whatever vehicle that, that may be. Yeah. And it's, it's risky stuff. I mean, we're talking, I mean, risky is not the right word. It takes, it takes, it has an element of risk to it because, you know, most businesses, if you're a CMO or director of marketing or whatnot, you know, are you really going to, you're going to say, okay, what are our goals this year? And they're going to tell you, oh, well, we want to, you know, we want to do 10% better than last year, 15, 20% better than last year. Okay, great. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit down and do it. Um, the risky stuff when we say, okay, what if you did 10 times better you know, you know, what have you doubled your business in a year? They're going to be like, whoa, well, that sounds crazy. Yeah, it is. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about ways to do that. Um, yeah, but uh, sometimes I mean? it might not even be a short-term success either, right? Well, no, it's not. It, and that's, that's right. part of the problem is that some of these yes. CMOs, their, you know, the lifespan is one to two years. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're looking out for themselves right? and, well, and hitting to them, their, their numbers, right? To them, the 10% is all they got to do. Right. That's all they're going to do, right? Yep. And so you're like, okay, that's fine. We'll do that. Um, you know, what we found, I think, the most success, and we've been really lucky, even with these smaller businesses, it, typically the founders are somewhere nearby, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll attend our meetings because they want to see that stuff, you mm-hmm. know, whatever we're showing. And... It never, I, I, for whatever reason, I think it's, it's where we do our best work because we can always, the founders will always speak up. Yep. You know what I mean? And I feel like we speak the same language. They know it. Yeah. Yeah. They, exactly. You can, stip, you, you can, even if I don't have them on video or if I'm not even there, mm-hmm. I can tell when I hear a voice, I'm like, that's, that's someone who owns this company, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and because you can hear the vision that comes from them, you know, and the sense of like, no, you know, it's not about playing exactly by the rules or by what my spreadsheet tells me. Like I've got a gut feeling about this and let's do it, you know? And, um, for people like that, that's who we want to talk to, you know, that's the people who we want to get in front of and, mm-hmm. and say, look, you know, you've done this great on your own. Fantastic work. Congratulations. Right. You've built all this. What's next? Right. And you know, a good founder is going to have a vision that's, you know, much larger than they could ever say. And most, most times they wouldn't even say it out loud. Right. Cause they're mm-hmm. like, I don't, yeah. these people don't need to know that. Right. If, what if I tell them they're going to, they're going to think I'm crazy. Right. Yeah. Like that sounds crazy talk. But if we can say, look, we're here to help you achieve that to, to visualize it, to make it happen then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's what I've been looking for this whole time. You know, so let's go from what's in here to what's out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we do. So it's fun. I, I enjoy it. And I think 
like I said, I, I think we're I think we're pretty good at it. Yeah. Given the opportunity, and given the right the right. Um, yeah, and if I may, like on. it it requires some of these companies to to have balls. Oh yeah. You know? Dude, I was thinking all day yesterday, or you know, like or after you came to me with this idea of a, a little podcast thing that yeah. I was like, I'm gonna have a segment. <laughs> and I don't know. What, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even remember what I was gonna what it was gonna be about. But it was gonna be called something like, uh, g- grab life by the brands or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. Yeah. Something like you know, episode two. Stay yeah, tuned. Yeah, something, something. <laughs> <you> know, grab, <laughs> grab. Grab by the brands, <laughs> you know, insert, you know, euphemism here, but something like something about the fact that it does, it takes a lot of guts to do stuff. And so it's like, you know, we want to, we want to recognize that. Brought to you by the guys who brought you tap that app. I tap that app. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's, there's a, there's a lot of courage involved, but I think, yeah. Again, like, you know, you just this, don't, you just can't care about life. No, you can't. I mean, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like, and this is, you know, I always think of this one sometimes, like, you know, the, the corporate world, and this is why I don't miss my, my ad, advertising agency days as much as, as I thought I would. Um, and it, a lot of it's because of, you know, when you're in an agency, you're very much a cog in a big machine. And, you're, you know, I was, I was an art director for many years and then a creative director. And, and even as a creative director, you, you could sort of make certain changes, but on the product side, like as a, you're, there's an agency line that said, mm-hmm. you don't cross this. Right. And, uh, I would, I would cross it. I would cross it over and then I would get busted for it. And, uh, and not just me, but the people who, you know, we, it was a team effort. And even on the client side, they would get in trouble. Like my points of contact, the people I'm sort of working with. And you realize like those, you know, large corporations don't really like change. They don't, you know, no one wants to be accountable for bad stuff happening. That's all. There's a whole, I'm sure there's a whole thing on that, all, entire books on that. But what what I love is is being able to really make change happen. And I'll give you an example of, even on the corporate side, like I remember I worked on Porsche for, you know, about a couple of years and, um, you know, it was interesting. It, it was the equivalent, like going into work every day was the equivalent of going to, going to visit your grandmother, you know, <laughs> and there's a lot, you walk into your grandma's house and she's really into like China and it's and like, don't touch glass, you know, like mm-hmm. glass shelves with all her little knickknacks and, whatever, fine China, all this stuff that's been around forever. And she's like, just don't touch it. Just don't touch <laughs> any of this stuff. There's a couch over here. I've got it wrapped in plastic, you know, you can sit on, you can, you can, you can sit on it. You mm-hmm. can't relax on it. Can't, don't get comfortable in my place, you know, but you can, you can sort of walk around in it, you know, but don't touch anything. That was the equivalent of what I did for two years. It was like, you walk in and everything was set. I mean, my job as an art director, I literally had templates for every print ad, like a template, like InDesign template, like open it, 
creates a new document, slap in some headlines, throw in a photo, export. Dang. I mean, I could do, I mean, and then yet at the same time, we'd spend all our time thinking of like, oh, wouldn't this be funny or this cool? I'm like, no, because we're not going to get to do any of that. Just give me your <laughs> headlines. Just give it, you know, at the end of the day, just give me the headlines. Um, and, and, then, and then I'll tell you. So, and then you're like, okay, well, great. So this must be like a writer's dream, right? Like this is what, this is what writers dream of. And honestly, we had some really solid writers come in. Um, and I'll never forget this one time, dude. It's got to be like Monday morning and it's early, dude. Like it's, er, it's, it's probably almost still dark outside. Like we, we, we got in there cause there was some crazy deadline, right? So we get in there, my partner and I, this guy named Mike, we get in early and we're, we go right to the, the, the CCO's office, right? Chief creative officer. Because of course he couldn't hire a creative director to manage Porsche. He had to, only he could handle that one. Um, anyway, we walk in and it's got to be early and, and he's got, Mike's got probably like four pages of headlines, right? It's, again, it's Monday morning. Guess what he's been doing all weekend, right? Because why? Because probably I think Friday afternoon he shot them all down and he's like, I need to see some more Monday morning. So he's got, like I said, four pages of this stuff and, um, and he's proud, man. He's like, dude, I crushed it. Like I put some love and effort into this thing. He's like, you're going to have, you know, and I could see it. I was like, dude, this guy's, he's like, good luck picking a winner, right? There's, there's gotta be 20 in there. And then the guy reads through it, all of it, page, page, page. And then he gets, and then he's like, you know, kind of reads it and he's like, stops, goes over to his desk. No, no. Gets, <sighs> gets, gets the sheet of paper, right? Gets a sheet of paper, mm. turns it over, does one of these numbers, and then hands it back to him. And he's like, he solved it. That's your headline, right? Yeah. And I mean, the guy was red. <laughs> I mean, Mike just was like, didn't say a word, didn't say a word. He's like, okay, guys, thanks. Man. Have a great day. And Mike told me afterwards, he's like, I mean, he, I think, <laughs> I think he quit within a month of that. Wow. Yeah. Um, but he told me afterwards, like almost in tears, right? I mean, he's just so frustrated. And he's like, dude, in that deck, yeah, I'm like, well, you know, and I'm, I mean, what am I saying? I'm like, dude, what the fuck was that? You know, what was that? And he's like, man, in that, isn't in that, those four sheets of paper were some of the best lines I've ever written in my life. You know, and he just turned it over and scribbled some BS. Like, and he wasn't a great. I mean, the, the CCO was an awful writer. He used to be a writer, right? Like, came out of retirement so he could ru ruin these lives. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And and that's exactly what he was doing, and it was just sort of like, oh my god, you know, like, and he would, you know, he, he didn't mess too much with my art direction, but it was just he never there was he was never a champion for any of it. But anyway, point being, it was just a mess. Like you could, so imagine that, like even that was that was in within the agency, and then we we had Porsche at the you know telling us what to do on top of that, to the point where they actually sent our agency because again we would. 
constantly be trying to screw stuff up or make stuff happen. And we actually got a letter from the Porsche corporate thing. And it's one of the creative directors framed it, which I thought was, was great. But it basically said that you have to stop breaking our graphic standards or else we will recommend that you no longer have the business. Right. And so, and this is from like, they're like a brand Institute, a Porsche brand Institute. Oh, geez. That's all they do is like look around the world and see how everyone's screwing up. It's like the thought police. So we had, so we had it from them and then, you know, within. So I was just like, you know, uh, as my, you know, they, you know, there was some fun stuff in there, but most, I mean, the, it wasn't, wasn't anything where you'd wake up and go, man, I can't wait to get to work today. You know, cause it's, you just, it wasn't, it wasn't, you never had any value. There's nothing you could bring as a human being to bear on it without, you know, getting crapped on or slapped, you know? So very different from what we do now. Much different. Now the clients just, deny our work <laughs> <laughs> straight straight yeah straight. Just, just i don't or, or they just like i don't get it <laughs> i don't know what what that says about uh, our work well but, i would say this know. i think i i'm i'm happy with most of our clients i think they're really great um i think some of the other ones that that may not get it we we take our time with them we teach them yeah i'm just trying to get them Nurture them, them a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, some of them haven't worked. You got to lead them to the water, right? Yes, exactly. Lead them by the hand a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, most of them haven't worked with agencies before, so it's sort of a, mm -hmm. a little bit of an uncomfortable concept, you know? Especially because they've been doing it, right? So like, uh, or, you know, worst case, they think they, they know it better, and so you're like, well, you know, you're sort of competing then at that point for, for authority and, and uh, credibility, which is always difficult. But yep. Anyway, honestly, it's it's those the the bad times are far uh, outnumbered by the good times and, my, my, and clients as well. You know. Yep. Yep. So, and we're just getting started, boys. That's right. Twenty eighteen. Cool, man. Well, I've got uh, about four emails that just came through. I got to look at. Speaking of clients, okay, I got to jump too, so I think this is a good time to to cut it. Yeah, I got to what, what's coming up here? Oh, yeah. I've oh, and I got to work on some client. <laughs> I, I got my afternoon busy. Yeah, you're done. You've got <laughs> the calendar's got blowing up. Yeah, exactly. Same here. I, I got to get to work here. <laughs> it's time to get back to work, man. Lunch yeah. breaks over. Lunch breaks over. So well, thanks for tuning in. The uh, two and a half of you out there that yeah. stumbled hey, upon this. Congrats, dude. We appreciate it. LA, dude. That's going to be. Hey, nice. thanks, man. That's, it. that's an all new adventure, man. Big time. Looking forward to it. So over the next, I don't know, month or two or however long it takes, we'll be coming to you live from the dual cities yeah. until, until we figure out what our studio is going to look like in LA. <laughs> we might have to peer space it for a while. Yeah, exactly. Uh, somewhere cool. Exactly. To do our episodes, but um, <laughs> you're going to see things starting to like disappear from the back, the, the shelves back there. Like, oh, okay. I know. Well, you know what? I've got the nest. See it right there. Oh, right there. In the corner. There it is. Right there. 
Uh-huh. I got eyes in here, man. So there you go. So hopefully nobody touches my uh, hoverboard here or my almanac. <laughs> Um, cause I think I'm going to leave everything intact for now. Uh huh. So we figure some stuff out, but super excited. Mm -hmm. Super excited. Yeah. And, um, if you guys, it's probably premature to ask this, but if you guys like what you're hearing, we want to, we want to mix it up probably down the road, like episode, if we can get to like episode five or six if we keep it going mm -hmm. like i swear to you i'm gonna tweet this zoom link out <laughs> oh shoot just to see who, <laughs> who's Who brave enough to to come on yeah i think that'll be fun dude um so this mystery guest mystery guest yeah so fo <laughs> follow us on twitter i will tweet a zoom link when we dude. get to like episode three or four i don't know we'll see we'll mix it up but yeah it'll be fun dude that's that's so not caring about life right there. that's not caring about life at all <laughs> <laughs> uh and we'll air the whole thing i don't care <laughs> yeah we so don't edit we don't have time to edit we don't edit that's why we're doing it on zoom so we don't, we don't have time you, you get you get uncut so thanks for tuning in we will catch you on the next one all right thanks, peace everybody. out later nate see you buddy get to work <laughs> up yours <laughs>